It's a new month, and if you follow me on TikTok at Elise.Conroy, you saw I launched a 30-day challenge that you have to be a part of. I'm calling this the Self-Care Microdose Challenge, and here is how this works. All you have to do is every single day for the month of November is apply one minute of self-care for 30 days straight. That's it. That's the challenge. We're not going to overcomplicate this. We're not going to give you a million steps that you need to follow to feel better. You're just going to take one minute per day to take care of yourself. And on the other side of doing this, seven really specific things are going to happen when you complete the challenge. First is you're going to have improved self-trust because you're going to keep your commitment to yourself every single day. And when you do that, your self-trust is going to elevate at the highest level. You're going to be feeling more energized, focused, and connected to yourself. You're going to have elevated confidence and self-love because you're actually taking action to do something for yourself. And in turn, you're going to have reduced stress. You're also going to have enhanced self-awareness. You're going to be seeing what you like, what feels good, what you actually enjoy. And then you're going to be forming new healthy habits and you're going to feel an increase in your overall productivity. Is this how you want to feel? If so, you definitely want to get in on this challenge and spend one minute per day caring for yourself. So by the the time this episode launches, we will be six days into the challenge, but don't let that detour you. Get started now because confidence is created when we take action. So give back to yourself and dedicate one minute for you every single day. There are 1,440 minutes in a day, so that leaves you with 1,339 minutes left over. You can do this. Do not let your brain tell you you don't have time because that's just an excuse keeping you from caring for yourself. So are you in on this? All right, let's do the damn thing. Okay, so here is what we're going to do. In today's episode, now that we've covered the challenge, I want to offer you the ultimate self-care assessment to prioritize your well-being right now. So in today's episode, I'm going to lead you through a full self-care and wellness evaluation that I do for my clients inside of the CAN program. I have never done this outside of the program before, so you are in for a massive treat today. And this exercise is going to show you every single self-care opportunity that you have to take the most luxurious, energy-generating care of yourself right now. So if your battery feels on empty in this moment, you are going to get so much out of today's episode. All right, let's dive into this. Welcome to the Confidence Lounge podcast, where we cover all things confidence in life and business. I'm your host, Elise Conroy, and I'm on a passionate mission to help thousands of women across the world feel more confident from the inside out, because not on my watch am I ever going to watch another woman do insecure life and business again. So if you're ready to become your most confident self, mama, or businesswoman, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. So grab your favorite beverage, get nice and comfy, and get ready to receive today's confidence injection. Happy November 1st. How was everyone's Halloween? I have to recap mine, and I also want to share with you what we have planned for this month because November, ooh, it's going to be so much fun. Okay, so let's talk Halloween. Tell me all the things that you did. Tell me what you dressed up as. So we ended up doing a really funny thing. So I've talked about this before, but my best friend and I, we were pregnant at the same time, so our kids are three months apart, and we decided to be kind of matchy-matchy this Halloween and do a theme for our kids and our husband. So we decided to be the Flintstones. So Mr. Soul Makeup and I were Fred and Betty. No, sorry, Barney and Betty. I can't get this straight. And our son was Bam Bam. And then my best friend and her husband and her daughter were Fred and Wilma and Pebbles. And okay, so my husband works in live production. He he works at a theater here in Los Angeles. So he has a team that is available to him. And a, the team is comprised of carpenters, scenic artists. And these people are some of the most elite people in the industry. And my, my husband decided to make the Flintstones car. 
And when this was initially talked about, I'll have to post a picture of this because I'm not going to do it justice. But this was initially talked about and he went on, you know, down this Pinterest rabbit hole and found all these Google images of other people that have made the Flintstone car and literally presented this to his team of scenic artists and carpenters. And no joke, we had the Flintstone car of all Flintstone cars. And when he... He walked in, my best friend and I were sitting on the couch and he pulls this, it was like a wagon with a whole entire shell made out of wood that was painted so beautifully, just like a Flintstone car. And he pulled in and my best friend's like, oh my God. I'm like, what? I look out the window. I'm like, oh my God. And then my mom was on the couch. She's like, oh my God. And we could not believe what we saw. This was legit from the Flintstones. I could not believe it. I just, I mean, they're so talented. So I had no idea. the type of attention this wagon was going to create. I literally thought we were just going to take the kids trick-or-treating, put them in the wagon, Flintstone car, you know, the Yabba Dabba mobile as we were calling it. But I thought we'd put them in and we'd just go, you know, go around, get some candy. No, no, this, this turned into a thing. And so I got to tell you guys what happened. So we basically pull out and we go to my friend's house who lives right down the street. And our neighborhood is huge when it comes to trick-or-treating. I wouldn't be surprised if there was probably 2,000 people that came into our neighborhood for trick-or-treating. And there are block party after block party after block party. People go all out. I mean, yesterday when we were walking around, there were houses with mazes, haunted houses. There were people with DJs. There were people who had literally like charcuterie boards set up and offering you like wine or beer or shots when you walked in. Like it is a thing. And so there's this one particular street where every single house is decorated. There were hundreds and hundreds of people on the street. So my friend, she lives right down the street. So we went to her house first. The Flintstone mobile is parked on the lawn. All of a sudden I hear everybody screaming and I'm like, what is everyone screaming about? I go outside and they're like, oh my God. And I'm like, oh, they're looking at me. I'm like, oh God, oh God. And so they start taking pictures and it's just like flashes, flashes of me next to this car. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a thing. Okay. Okay. And it just instantly, I was like, okay, I'm, I wasn't ready for a lot of attention, but here we go. I don't know what I was thinking. I should have known. But so we pull the wagon out. We all come out and everyone's like, and it was nonstop, you guys, nonstop. People taking videos, people asking us to sing the Flintstone song, everybody wanting to know how this wagon was made. So many questions. So we literally wanted to just walk down one block. It took us an hour because there were so many people stopping us. And you guys should have seen Micah. He was literally just sitting in this wagon, living his best life like a little prince, like, come feed me grapes. I'm in my chariot. Like, he absolutely loved this. He didn't try to get out at all. It was shocking because this kid is mobile now. All he wants to do is run around. Nope, not not in the Abu Dhabi mobile. He just lived his best life. So it honestly was one of the funnest Halloweens I have ever had. I had zero expectations going into this. It was kind of like a last minute throw together. Well, I shouldn't say last minute because they spent like a month building this car, but you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a big deal. Like Halloween to me is usually this massive thing. I put so much effort into a costume. This costume came out of a bag. You know, I threw on some blue eyeshadow, some red lipstick, put on my Betty costume, flipped out my hair. And we took some pictures next to our waterfall that looks like rocks, you know, to make it look like we're in the Flintstone land. I don't know, but it just wasn't a big thing. So to then have all of this commotion on the other side of it was a little bit shocking, but I loved it. I loved every second of it because I saw it bring smiles to so many people's faces. I also saw something that made me feel incredibly old because little kids like under the age, maybe six were like, oh, it's Cocoa Pebbles. Oh, it's Fruity Pebbles. And I'm like, oh my God, they don't know what the Flintstones are. And I was talking to this one group and she was asking her little son and she's like, do you know who that is? He's like, yeah, it's Cocoa Pebbles. I'm like, no, I was hoping you weren't going to say that because it makes me feel so old. So our age was definitely showing, but it's okay. It was totally worth it. And this goes down as one of the most memorable Halloweens for me because it was the first time it was this family affair. I've never done a joint costume where we actually, you know, planned this and all of that. So it 
could just, it couldn't have gone better. And it was one of those things. And this is why I wanted to share the story with you. When we do things that we love, when we have fun in our life, it refills your cup at the highest level. And I woke up this morning and I've been having just a, you know, we're coming off the heels of Micah's first birthday. It's just been a lot. We were on vacation. There's a lot of things that are happening. I have a lot of, a lot going on in business and I'm, I was tired and I was really lethargic and I was going into this week like, oh God, and I am on level 10 energy right now because so much good happened. So much laughter happened. So many good endorphins were going yesterday. And I wanted to share this as the most beautiful reminder to do things that you love. Get out there and laugh. Just go live your best life because your work is going to be level 10 productive on the other side of it because your energy is going to be higher. Your overall satisfaction in life is going to be higher. Your confidence is going to be hard because you're out there just having fun. I was so present yesterday. I was just in the moment. It was the best. So I'm starting this week, if you can't already feel it, just at a level 10, feeling incredible because there was so much fun to be had. And I, I live to have fun. And this is one of my biggest core values. And my whole entire North Star in life and business is fun. So let's talk about what's happening for November because I started planning through the lens of fun and I thought, and if you've been following me for a long time, you know, self-care is one of my biggest things that I advocate on. So I thought it would be so fun to do a whole entire theme month all around self-care. So friends, welcome, welcome to Fully Charged November. So we are going to get our batteries all the way up. Are you ready? Because I see so many of us struggling right now. It is almost the end of the year. We are going into the holiday rush and I want to prepare you for that because so many of us are in a place where we don't have energy. We're stressed. We're going into year end reviews. We were in a place where it's just so much going on with planning for the holidays. If you're hosting, right? It's like kids need everything. Then we have fall break coming. It's a lot. So I want to be in a position where I am giving you tool after tool after tool to ensure that your battery stays charged. We give the same decency to our phone by plugging our phone in every single night. So this month we are going to do the same things to ourselves. Okay. So fully charged November. I want to talk about what this exactly entails and my number one goal for this. So my goal, super simple, is to help you refill your cup. So we're going to put your oxygen mask on first, just like they tell us to do on the airplane. We're so busy giving to everybody else. And I think for so many of us who are busy, successful business women, the last thing that we do is give to ourselves, right? Because we're giving to our job, we're giving to our families. And then at the end of the day, we have nothing left in our tank for ourselves. So I want you showing up this month with overflowing energy and motivation every single day. I want you in a place where we are trading the stress and the chaos for calming peace, right? So imagine just being at the end of this month, feeling like, ah, that was nice, right? Instead of like, oh my God, I have so many places to be and I'm rushing, I'm rushing, I didn't plan. I want you to feel like you have your time fully under control. So you aren't rushing. So you're prepared. So you're prioritizing. And I want you to feel fully in control and in the driver's seat of what you say yes to, what you say no to, and how you actually plan and prep versus panicking to get everything done at the last minute. And the last area of focus is really being tuned into your purchase decisions to ensure that you are not falling victim to any sort of Black Friday temptations and that whole sales trap. Because I see a lot of buyer's remorse. I see a lot of shame around purchases this month, especially going into the holidays. So I want to make sure you are in charge. I want to make sure you are in a place where your cup is overflowing, where you have surplus to give from, not giving from reserves, right? Because we can't show up for ourselves. We can't show up for anybody in our lives if we are on empty all the time. So all of my content that I'm releasing this month is all going to be designed specifically towards helping you recharge, helping you make secure decisions when it comes to your time and your money. Sound good? 
Hey, I wanted to take a break from today's episode really quick to tell you about something super, super special happening for you this month. If you want to take self-care to the next level, you are going to love what I just launched. I want to introduce you to our Self-Care Express sessions. I created these sessions because for so many years of my life, I got stuck in the external self-care trap, meaning I would get my nails done, I was getting nonstop massages, getting facials, getting my hair did, having all sorts of fun, girly time and wine nights, and I truly believe that all of this self-care. And it was, but it was external self-care. So these things are all amazing to do for yourself, but they're going to produce surface level results. So if you really want to feel better and recharge on a deep level, this happens when we go beneath the surface and start treating and taking care of ourselves from the inside out. And that is exactly what is happening during our self-care express sessions. This is an hour of dedicated you time designed to help you get the maximum recharge that is going to sustain you through the end of the the year. So gone are the days of running on fumes and coming in last on your list. I don't play that game in my world. If you've listened to me long enough, you definitely know that because the reality is for so many of us that are busy business women, we are moms, we have a million things that we need to do. And because of that, we are wired to burn out. And I know this on an intimate level after burning the candle at both ends for almost two decades of my life, I was working 80 to hundred hour weeks, totally neglecting myself because I put work first over everything. I gave all my time to everyone and everything else. And this way of operating sent me straight into a severe burnout that took me an entire year to come back from. I want to save you from getting to that point. So if you are feeling like you have spent the last few months, if not years, with an exhaustion, both mentally and emotionally, that no amount of naps can cure, this self-care express session is for you. So let's get ahead of your burnout and get you the preventative care that you need right now. So in this 60-minute virtual session, I'm going to perform a full self-care and wellness evaluation that will reveal all of your care and wellness opportunities in real time. And you're going to get a sneak peek of what this looks like today in this episode. I'm also going to conduct a personalized diagnostics application to divine what wellness looks and feels like to you that's going to empower you to start showing up fully charged every single day. You're going to have such an overflowing cup to give from, and you're going to have a surplus of energy to give from. And we're going to build your customized self-care and get well formula to ensure that you are giving yourself the care that you need and deserve right now. So it is time to make you a priority. You deserve this. And instead of splurging on some Black Friday impulse deal that is going to drain your bank account and your energy and just end up in the goodwill pile, gift this to yourself instead. Trust me, you will not regret spending this time giving back to you and giving yourself the care that you need. So you can book your session right now, this is calling to you and you're like, oh my God, yes, I need to have this. Go to soulmakeup.com. You can get your session there. And these sessions will be available through December 1st. All right, let's get back to today's episode and dive into your self-care and wellness evaluation. So I find for most of us, self-care feels more like a luxury versus a vital necessity. And I really want to shift the narrative on this because if I look at the power of what self-care is able to do for people, when we actually start working on ourselves from the inside out, when we start treating ourselves from the inside out, it, it is transformative. It will change your life. And as I mentioned earlier, this is what really brought me back from my year long burnout. And I think where I had gotten stuck is I really had gotten in a place of only focusing on external 
internal self-care and things that happen topically, which I also mentioned just a second ago. So things like massages, getting my nails done, getting my hair did, all those type of fun things, which are great, but those are more of a temporary solution. So those are going to get a nice hit of dopamine. You're going to feel good as they're happening, but it's not going to be something that creates lasting change. And I want to give you a very specific example. So the spa for me is almost like church. <laughs> I love going to the spa. I make no apologies for my love of going to the spa. I really was introduced to the spa lifestyle when I was working in Asia and it changed my whole entire life because there it's not looked at as something that is a luxury. It is just a way of life, right? You go get a foot massage because you're on your feet all day. You're walking so much and people in Asia and that culture is really looked at as your body is your temple and you want to give back to your body at the highest level. So I got into the spa culture and was going to get massages all the time when I was working in my corporate job and I had so much pain in my shoulders. I just, no matter what I did, I could not get rid of the tension in my body. So I really believed if I just kept getting more and more massages that it would alleviate the tension. And I was at one point going and getting multiple massages a week. That's how things had it, it gotten really bad for me. And no tension was being alleviated. It was like I would walk out of the massage and I would feel this exhale of like, oh, that felt nice. And all of a sudden my shoulders are back at my earlobes. I now have all of this stress and anxiety still running through me. And I'm like, why isn't this working? Like I just paid so much money to get these massages and I don't feel any better. So I think a lot of us get stuck in this pattern of only applying external self-care. And I want to shift your focus on this because I look at this as more external self-care is more of like the icing on the cake or the cherry on top of the ice cream, whatever you want to call it versus the soul method. And you can also consider this going to the gym, right? It's like working on our body. And that way, a lot of us go to the gym and we feel this beautiful release, but we need to take this one step deeper. So I want to introduce you to the idea before we go into our evaluation of internal self-care, because this is really where the lasting impact is. So when I say internal self-care, this is anything that happens with your brain, with your emotions. Think of this as your inside world. So I want you to just think about right now, where are you at when it comes to applying internal self-care? Do you have a relationship with internal self-care? If not, what is holding you back from actually diving in? Because I see a lot of us feel afraid. A lot of us feel like, oh, I don't know what's actually in there. So we have this immense fear that we're going to open up Pandora's box and we're not equipped to actually see what's inside. But that's not how it works, right? I think of healing and working on ourselves as like layers of an onion, right? It's like we peel layers back. Sometimes it stings. Sometimes we cry. But there's always going to be deeper healing and deeper work that we can do that is going to create an even deeper lasting impact when we start digging in. So I want you to challenge that fear because anytime there's an unknown involved, there's going to be some element of fear. That's just the way our brain works. So let's normalize this and use this as an opportunity to see, okay, cool. I'm growing. I'm doing something that scares me. This is a good thing versus letting it stop you. Okay. So now are we clear on the difference between external self-care and internal self-care? To go one step deeper, I want to offer you just a couple ideas of what internal self-care actually looks like. Because for a lot of us who have never dove into this world, we kind of get into a place where we don't know where to start. So internal self-care is going to be things like meditation, journaling, doing energy work, breath work, working on in any type of movement inside your body. So think of Reiki. You can look at, you know, I, I love yoga as an as an element because this is where you really marry mind, body, whole. And I love any sort of spiritual work to really ground into your spirituality. So anything that happens in your inside world. So if you picture when you close your eyes, it's not something you can see. It's not something that you can touch. It's not something that you can feel. It's something that's truly done from within. 
Okay, so that is really the difference between the two forms of self-care that I want to highlight. And I want to talk about something as we go into this evaluation that I don't see anybody else talking about. And I don't know why, because I think that this is profoundly transformational once we understand this on a very micro level. So first and foremost, did you know that there are seven categories of self-care? So a lot of women that I work with, because we do this type of similar evaluation, but on a much deeper level, I'm doing just scratching the surface with you today in the podcast, but inside the CAN program, we go super deep. And I ask this question to every single woman, did you know that there's seven categories of self-care? And people are like, wait, what? Like, I had no idea. So when we talk categories of self-care, this is going to be how you care for yourself from the inside out in specific focused areas. So whatever you need to do to manage your mind, resolve your feelings, recharge your batteries, whatever you need to do for you. So let's highlight the seven areas, and then we're going to actually evaluate where you're at in each of these categories. So here is the seven categories of self-care that you need to know about right now. Physical, mental, emotional, professional, social, environmental, and spiritual. Okay, so let me break down for you what each of these categories entails, because I want you to be crystal clear of understanding how many layers of self-care there are. So when we talk physical, this is covering your body and all of your physical needs. When we talk mental, this is your thoughts, your mindset, and everything else that happens in your beautiful brain to create whatever happens in your mind. So your mindset, right? Emotional are your emotions, your feelings, and how you process them, how you relate to them, how you experience them professional is whatever your professional needs are. And I think for every single one of us, because we all have different jobs, this looks very different. And a lot of these categories, they all look different and that's okay. Social, your relationships and your social needs. Environmental are all of the elements within your home environment. And you can consider it any environment that you're in. So that could be your car, it could be your office at work, your spiritual. And this is how you, whatever your care is for your flavor of soul food. So whatever you do to feed your faith. And if you don't have faith, that's okay too. Just think of it as pouring back into yourself. So whatever spiritual needs that you have. So these are the seven categories and what each entails. So let's check in and evaluate with where you're at in each of these categories, because I want to bring the attention here because we can't change what we don't see. So my whole entire goal through this conversation and doing this evaluation together is to help you understand what do I need in each aspect of my life? Because once again, not one of us is going to have the same roadmap here. Every single woman that I have done this with, which has been hundreds at this point, Point. Our self-care plan when we do this evaluation looks completely different. And that's a beautiful thing because not one of us has the same needs. We're all unique individual human beings with a different set of needs, a different set of wants, a different set of desires, a different set of circumstances. So it is super, super important to go through this. And especially when you've experienced changes in your life or you've gone through a loss or something has radically transformed your reality to reevaluate this again. So this, this work, this healing work, this self-care work, this is a lifelong journey. There is no end point where somebody is standing there with a checkered flag being like, hey, okay, you've passed the finish line. Okay, good job. You're done. No, this is a lifelong journey. And I also want to bring attention there too and start normalizing this because I see a lot of people out there selling this idea of, oh, you'll be fixed. Once you do these things, you'll be healed. No, because what's going to happen is life is going to serve you up another element of trauma, another dose of pain 
that you're going to need to heal from. This is a part of the human experience that we have to normalize because if we don't, we're always going to fear it. We're always going to think something is going wrong. We're not going to know how to care for ourselves through it. And this is something that I am 100% so deeply, deeply committed to changing because I didn't know any of this before. I had no idea that that self-care shit actually works. I just thought it was this like, oh, fine, let's go do self-care. It's a girly thing we can do together. No, it is so much deeper than that. It is so much deeper than that. Okay. So here is how this evaluation is going to work. I'm going to run you through each of these specific categories, the seven categories that I just listed a second ago. And I want you to rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 and one being low, 10 being high, and just see where you're at, right? No shame, no judgment. We're just going to look at this through the lens of curiosity, just to understand, okay, if you were a 10, what would need to happen to get you to a 10, right? So, okay, let's first ask physical health. So on a scale of one to 10, what is your current relationship of physical health when it comes to self-care? So are you moving your body at all? Or are we completely stagnant couch potato life and you know that your opportunity is to start moving? Where are you at with your mental health? Are you avoiding it altogether? Are you in a place where things feel really dark, where things feel a little bit scary and you're just kind of isolating and shutting out from the world? Or do you feel like, yeah, my head is clear. I'm feeling secure. I know where I want to go. I know how to get there. What would you rate your mental health? emotional health. Are you like how I used to be and turn into a complete track star and run at the first sight of any feelings? Or are you actually sitting down and creating time and space to process your feelings? Something I teach the women inside of the program and this uh, inside of the can program, and this is a big thing that really radically shifts their reality is how to actually process a feeling. And for a lot of us, you can do this in less than 90 seconds once you start practicing. So for so many of us, we fear feeling our feelings because we think, oh, if I feel my anger, if I feel my pain, I'm going to feel that way forever. No, that's not how it works. When you start actually scheduling time, putting it on the calendar, creating a safe space to feel, you're going to run through these emotions so much faster and they'll no longer have power over you. Because truly, as a human being, we're never one emotion forever. We're never one feeling forever. A feeling is just a vibration in our body. And once you learn how to process and move through that vibration, woof, you become so powerful. So what would you rate your emotional health and self-care at this point? Okay. Next category is your professional health. Where would you rate that on a scale of one to 10? Social health. So your social relationships, where would you rate that on a scale of one to 10? Environmental health. So your space, your physical space, where do you rate that? And lastly, your spiritual health. Where do you rate that on a scale of one to 10? So what I want you to do is you can pause this podcast and actually sit down and write in your journal, this evaluation, and you can literally just write physical health, mental health, emotional health, physical or professional health, social health, emotional health, and spiritual health, write down your seven categories of care, write down where you're currently at. Do not shame and judge the number because you could be at a one in some of these categories. You could be at a 10 in some of these categories. That's totally fine. The whole reason we're having this conversation is for you to see it. And then I want you to actually get honest with yourself and say, okay, I rated myself a six. Why did I rate myself a six? And then I want you to take it one step further and ask yourself what needs to happen to be a 10. Because when you answer that question, my love, it is going to reveal the gap that is keeping you from where you want to be and feeling how you want to feel in each of these areas of your life. So answering this question is not only powerful, it's going to reveal your growth opportunity in real time. So how this could look, let's use physical health as an example. So let's say you rated yourself a five and you know, right now you have an opportunity. You really want to get back to the gym. You really want to start taking walks around the block on your break. You want to start doing yoga. So to be a 10, you want to commit to five days a week. You're going to take one walk around the block. That's going to be 10 minutes. And you're going to go to the gym two times a week. And you're going to take one yoga class per week. That would bring you up to a 10. Now your growth on the other side of that is to actually do that. 
That's the hardest part, right? Because it's so fun to write down and make all these plans and it feels so good. It feels like we're being productive, but if we never actually put action behind it, you're never going to be who you want to be. You're never going to feel how you want to feel. So that is the most important step here, right? And this is what I teach you inside of the CAN program. CAN is an acronym for confident action now, right? So we make your plan and we get you into action because without action, we have nothing. We can have the beautiful belief. We can have the beautiful trust, but if we're not grounding it all in action, we're not actually going to feel confident. We're just going to be sitting here beating ourselves up for all the things that we haven't done. We're going to be sitting here just shaming ourselves and judging ourselves and being like, oh, she's over there at the gym. And here I am just sitting on the couch eating cookies, right? And feeling terrible about ourselves versus you being the woman that you want to be and getting off of the couch and doing the hardest part, which is getting in your car and going to the gym two times a week, going to that yoga class, even though you have a million other things that need your attention and saying, you know what? I'm prioritizing myself first because I'm important and I deserve my care. That is a commitment. When you make that to yourself, your confidence is going to go to a level 10 because you're putting yourself first. And where I see so many women get stuck and feeling just less than and feeling like just shaming themselves and beating themselves up and tearing themselves down versus building themselves up is because they're not putting themselves first. And they feel like shit about that. They're like, oh, when is it ever going to be my time? And we feel resentful for it. But you get to make a daily choice. You get to make a daily choice. Just like I challenged you at the beginning of this podcast to do 30 days of one minute of self-care. You get to just Side. Maybe your physical health is one minute of movement a day. I know I lost 55 pounds on my whole entire journey. You know, it took me two years by committing to 10 minutes of movement a day. That's it. And I didn't put any boundaries on what that movement looks like. It could be dancing. It could be walking. It could be just moving back and forth and cleaning, right? Just as long as I was moving my body for 10 minutes consistently per day, that was good enough for me. So what is your physical health at a 10 look like for you? Same thing when it goes to all of the other six categories, right? I want you to really do this work for yourself because when you see this clearly, this will change the rest of your life. This will help you put the, yourself back in the driver's seat of how you show up every single day, how you look, how you feel, how you think, how you treat yourself. And this, my friend, is where the true growth lives. Okay. So now that you've done this evaluation, how do you feel about what you saw? Do you feel overwhelmed? Do you feel excited? Do you feel like, oh God, this is this is too much. I could never do this, right? Just be on to yourself. Notice what thoughts are telling you that you can't and really start overcoming those beliefs because you can do whatever it is that you put your mind to. I've watched hundreds of women doing this inside of the CAN program now. And I love when they actually, on the other side of it, because we coach together for multiple months, we'll go back and look at this at the very end. And I'll give, I basically give you a 30-day roadmap and I break down, hey, remember when you, during our wellness evaluation and our self-care evaluation, remember when you said you were going to do all those things, that's now just your daily reality. And they're like, oh my God, I didn't even realize that happened. But when you put the commitment out there, you put the intention out there and you start actually then being the woman who puts the action behind it and you become the woman who does what she says she's going to do. Oh my God, I can't wait for you to experience that because that truly is such a powerful way to live your life. Okay, a couple things that I want to offer you to ensure that you actually follow through with this plan, right? Because you're going to do this and you're going to see all the growth opportunities. Now, I want to make sure that you are following through. The first thing I want you to do is I want you to actually schedule this on your calendar. And there are, the hardest part of this is going to be when that time comes, following through because your brain is going to offer you a hundred excuses. Your brain is going to pull you back to your comfort zone. Your brain is going to pull you back to your habitual way of operating. We've got to overcome the habitual way of operating in order to actually change. That is one of the biggest hurdles to overcome, right? 
once you start doing it, it's going to feel so much easier. It takes, I believe what that book says, 21 days to build a habit, right? So if you do this consecutively for 21 days, you're going to have a totally new reality on the other side of that. So I want you to think about sitting at the end of November, being the woman who got her ass to the gym, being the woman that processed her emotions, being the woman that actually did her mindset work and doesn't have all that mental clutter, just eating at her, being the woman who is going out and making time to be with her friends that she loves and just having so much fun and filling her cup with so much joy and love, being the woman who is pouring into her job because she's got overflowing energy from taking care of herself in all of those other areas that you're killing it at work. You're at a level 10. You're going into your urine review. You're going into whatever it is. Maybe you're raising your prices in your business, feeling like, okay, yeah, I'm the shit. I got this. I'm so valuable. I'm so worth it. You're, you have a clean environment. Your space is tidy. You have nothing pulling away at you. You feel rich spiritually because you're doing your yoga. You're doing your meditation. You are grounded. You are connected to yourself. That literally can be your reality in less than 30 30 days. Do not underestimate the power of small micro doses of care. I think for a lot of us, we don't do it because either a, once again, it seems like a luxury that it's like, Oh, when I get time, I'll do that. No. (laughs) Or we don't do it because we, we think we need to dedicate an hour to it. No, it can literally be 60 seconds. Those 60 seconds are so valuable. So I want you to calendar actually put it on your schedule and say, this is going to be my me time. I'm going to protect that time at all costs. I don't care what my husband, my boss, my kids need for me. I'm going to tell everybody in the world, this is my me time. (laughs) Back off. (laughs) I'm protecting this time, right? And I want you to commit to following through. Now, I want you as part two of this, when you put this on your calendar, I want you to focus on one very specific thing, how you're going to feel afterwards. Because for a lot of us, that feeling of how we're going to feel afterwards is going to be what keeps you following through. That's what's going to keep you motivated. So are you going to feel proud of yourself? Are you going to feel recharged and energized? Are you going to feel calm and grounded? What are you going to feel afterwards? Are you going to feel just completely trusting of yourself because you actually followed through with what you said you were going to do? Are you going to believe more in yourself because you're like, yeah, I did this. I feel so good, right? So when you attach to how you're going to feel on the other side of it, that's what's going to get you through the resistance of actually doing it. That is so powerful because you're going to be like, okay, I genuinely don't want to do this. I don't want to go to the gym right now, but I know my body's going to feel incredible afterwards. You know, I'm going to lube everything up and feel so good with motion. And then it's going to really help me to feel energized through the rest of my day. And I'm going to bring all that energy into my relationship with my kids. And we're going to have a great day. And we're going to have so much fun together. And I'm not going to feel exhausted and tired and just want to check out on my phone and go eat ice cream and just like watch shitty Real Housewives or whatever, right? Like attached to how you want to feel afterwards, because that feeling is going to be what is powerful enough to get through any ounce of resistance, any ounce of dread. Because let's be real. Do we want to get up and go to the gym? No. But do we love how we feel afterwards? Yes. Okay. So that is what's going to get you into this. And once again, if you need ideas on how to apply self-care, any microdose ideas that, cause I love just little quick hits of self-care. I do this through my day, you know, 10, 20, 30 times. I just give myself what I need in this moment. When I first started doing this, I used to sit down and think I needed to be like a Buddha or like a monk or something, <laughs> like get into this crazy meditation cycle. Like, no, I don't do any of that anymore. I'm like, okay, what do I need right now? I need to go get fresh air. Cool. I'm going to go do that. Come back in, feel good. I need um, some vegetables in my life. Cool. I'm going to go to the fridge. I'm going to some broccoli, right? Like these literally do not have to be these insane things. So if you want ideas, please send me a message. Soulmakeupcustomercare at gmail.com. I have so many ideas that I can give you to have fun with this. So the last step of this is I want you to have fun with this. So something that I challenge my CAN program clients to do that I want to offer you is a me day. And you're probably like, what the hell is a me day, Elise? So a me day is uninterrupted you time. And I challenge them to a four to six hour me day. So it's, it's a big chunk of the day. 
And I also encourage them not to be on social media during this time. Like if you're going to bring your phone with you on your mean day, use it for pictures. Don't use it to be, you know, completely checked out on social media. But the whole idea of a me day is to connect with yourself, to be okay in your own company. Because when you can be okay being alone with yourself and enjoy your own company, that is a different level of connection with yourself, relationship relationship to yourself. And when you can get into that place where you actually feel good going places by yourself, doing things alone, your life will profoundly shift. You will feel so much more secure doing things versus waiting to do things because you need a friend or you need a buddy or you need an accountability partner. Like, oh, I'll go to the gym when my friend comes with me. Well, if your friend doesn't come, then guess what? You're never going to go to the gym and you're never going to feel good on the other side of it because you're not actually doing the thing that you said you want to do. So when you do a me day, I've had clients go on hikes to the top of mountains. I've had clients go on shopping adventures, going to museums, going to get massages and do spa days, going and just doing art and getting creative, taking pottery classes, like whatever it is that sounds fun, where it feels like play, that could be going and taking a nap right? (laughs) You just want to take a guilt-free nap. You want to lay in bed and watch reality TV all day. That's fine. Whatever it is that you want to do to just be with yourself and enjoy your own company. When we go into the holidays, when we get busy, when we have all of this stress happening, one of the most beautiful things that you can do is connect back into yourself. So I challenge you to that me day, even if you don't have four to six hours, whatever time you can dedicate towards yourself, you're not going to regret it. I can promise you that. You're going to be like, cool. I'm glad I did that for myself. That was really good. Okay. So We've talked all things about really getting into a place this month about pouring back into yourself and about feeling fully charged. So let's make this month the month where instead of plugging everybody else in, you plug yourself in first, where you give to yourself at the highest level and you don't guilt yourself for that. Because this is where I see so many people stop the act of self-care is because they choose guilt because it's like, oh, I should have been doing this. If you notice should coming up in your vocabulary, should is riddled with guilt and shame. So notice that word should showing up in your mind, because I guarantee what's going to show up in your body in terms of a feeling, because once again, our thoughts create our feelings, the feeling that's going to come from a should-based thought is probably guilt or shame. So just be on to yourself. If you're like, oh, well, I should be doing this instead of doing the self-care thing. Why? Why? That's just habitual thinking. That is conditional thinking. We're changing your way of operating right now. So if you want to feel fully charged, you're going to have to overcome those should-based thoughts and choose to do these things in spite of feeling guilty of not doing something for somebody else. I <laughs> I have a very unapologetic way of living and a lot of people have shamed me for this in my lifetime, but I give to myself first before anybody. Because if I'm going to give to anybody else, I have to give to myself first. I have given so many years of my life from an empty cup and that burned me the fuck out and I cannot live like that anymore. I choose a different way of life and that is giving to myself first because in order for me to show up as my best self, I have to take impeccable care of myself. In order to be an incredible mom, an incredible wife, run in you know multi-six figure your business that has amazing, you know, incredible demands and needs for me, I have to give to myself first. So I do not make any apologies for the luxurious amounts of care that I apply. I literally have people come over and watch my son so I can go take a bath or do things. You know, on Friday, I had somebody come over and watch him. So that way I could go get a massage and go just sit in a park and just be alone with my thoughts and just recharge and ground. I make no apologies for that. And I spend zero time feeling guilty for that. And I want you to adopt the same mentality because you deserve your own time. You deserve to be a priority in your life. You deserve to give back to you because you are worthy of your own time. And any sort of thoughts that tell you other Otherwise, are just conditioned thoughts that have been, you know, given to you from other people or society, and you can choose to let though let go of those thoughts today. 
So welcome again to Fully Charged November. We are going to get you showing up with the most beautiful energy and motivation. We are going to trade that stress and chaos once again for the most beautiful calming peace. And we are going to get your time and your purchasing decisions under control. So let's make this happen. Definitely stay connected with me on social media because I'm going to be posting a ton of tips and things, self-care rituals, self-care recipes, ideas on mindset work when it comes to purchasing and time. So stay tuned with that on, on social media as well. So that way you can get even more beyond what we're talking about on the podcast to help yourself. All right. We will be back next week with my beautiful guests, Axel and Megan, to talk all things sound healing. And if you have never dove into sound healing, oh my God, I can't wait for you to learn all about it and the science behind it because it is truly so powerful and so transformational. So we will see you next week back inside the lounge. Have a beautiful rest of your day, my friend. Oh, hey, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this helps you, I would love for you to share the gift of confidence with a friend because this is how we all grow. So share this with your girls, a coworker, a fellow mama, or your fam on social media because we all need support in our confidence journey. So sharing can help us heal, feel better, and take steps to grow now. Also, I'd love if you would drop your rating in. Ratings and reviews help me so much more than you realize. And if you found yourself listening today and thinking, I need professional support, I would love to invite you to join the CAN program where I will teach you how to take confident action now. If increased confidence is what you want, this is multiple months of dedicated you time where we will do the deep work on you to create your most confident self, both personally and professionally. Because once you know how to generate the feeling of confidence from the inside out, the possibilities become endless and your results become inevitable. This is the most valuable investment you will ever making yourself. And I cannot wait to see who you become on the other side of doing this work on you. So visit me at soulmakeup.com to learn more or come be my bestie on Instagram. You can find me at your soul makeup. See you next time.